We're going to be learning the Maimer Ki Avraham Loyadano. And it's based on a pasuk in Yeshaya, which uh, talks about, it says that uh, Avraham did Loyadano, uh, uh, he, he didn't uh, know us, and, and Yisrael, which is Yaakov, Loyakirena uh, doesn't recognize us. Uh, only Hashem, you are, you are our father. So now we'll get, get back to the pasuk. Uh, later. Now, um, in Priyat's Chaim, Reb Chaim Vital's work of the Arizal's, uh, recording the Arizal's teachings, he says that, uh, that Chachma has, there's two ways for, um, for the highest spheres to come down to Malchus, to energize Malchus, which is the last of the 10 spheres. There's uh, going in order. First, there's uh, the intellectual spheres, intellectual attribute, attributes of Chacham Ben Das. Then the emotional attributes, then coming down towards action. And finally, Malchus, going in order. Or for Chachma, uh, which is the highest sphere, the one which uh, receives from the subconscious and from the beyond, uh, for Chachma to go directly to Malchus. Without the zah, which is the um, the midas, the emotional attributes in between. So, uh, so when it, the pasuk says in the Megillah that Belayla has said that on that night the the uh, sleep of the king was uh, disturbed. So this refers to Chachma uh, going straight to Malchus without the regular order, and that's uh, the disturbance, and. And then uh, that that way coming uh, Malchus, which is what uh, uh, what allows for independent worlds. So then Malchus uh, descending and energizing the lower worlds of Biyah, Briyatzeranasiya. That's the meaning of it, talking about Mordechai going out or passing through. So Mordechai is going on to energize the lower worlds. So now in in between, we start off, Hashem is really ain't safe, Hashem's unlimited, and then we end up with the limited worlds. So, in between, there's a medium, there's intermediary, intermediary. In other words, for Hashem's light to come down, it, it, it doesn't come, it, it's not straight from ain't safe, unlimited light to us. It goes down through a process which, which uh, limits Hashem's light and allows it to come down in a suitable way for us. So, there's a mutza, an intermediary. And uh, it has, uh, which is the world of Atsilus. On one hand, Atsilus is a world, it's a spiritual world, which world implies that it's got some sort of system and it's not just pure unlimited godliness. But on the other hand, it's a world which is one with Hashem. And of emotional attributes is not really needed for oneself. It's it's about how we relate to others. And therefore, Natsilu is a world which is one with Hashem. So Midas wouldn't be necessary for itself. It's only uh, in order to go down to the lower worlds where there is a sense of other. Now, the, the main... Uh, 
middle, the main, or the main sphere within Atsilus is Chachma. And that's uh, because Atsilus is all about uh, just about the oneness with Hashem. And Chachma is where the where ain't safe, Hashem's unlimited light can rest in a most uh, natural way within even even when it comes down into specific spheres. As an example, uh, unlike Bino, where the person is actively trying to understand and develop an idea in Chachma, we're just taking in the idea as it's coming into us. So it's sort of let it's just taking in, receiving from the subconscious. And similarly, uh, with Hashem, Chachma is taking in from Aaron Sof Hashem's unlimited light. So now, uh, so uh, elsewhere, it explains more. The Alter Rebbe says why specifically Chachma is the is the main uh, revelation of Aaron Sof. So now, Chachma uh, is that intermediary uh, between the Matzel, Hashem, the emanator, and the net, the the netzam, the one those that are put into existence, and uh, the, those that, and the created worlds. So there's Chachma. Uh, Ilah, the high level of Chachma, and Chachma Tata, the low level of Chachma. The high level of Chachma is what takes in from Hashem himself, what receives from Hashem himself. And then Chachma Tata is as it gives over to the created worlds. And, uh, and uh, it, Chachma Tata uh, descends uh, level by level into Biyah, into the lower worlds, and uh, through through Hashem's speech, the idea of speech is about connecting to another, and uh, and uh, this is also called um, like Rachel. Rachel is the sphere of Malchus, and and uh, so this low level Chachmas within Malchus, which takes the light receives from Chachma and then pulls it, brings it into the world of others, which is the world of Biyah. And uh, therefore it says about Rachel um, in uh, who was the Akaris is the main of the of the of Yaakov's of the home of the Yaakov and the Jewish people. So it says Vatit and Levesa. So she provides for her household, meaning she brings the light of from be uh, from beyond Atilos into the low world of Bia and gives each one according to what it can take in. So uh, every uh, so it, it, we can receive uh, uh, light content in uh, three ways. There's panimi, emtsoi, and chitzen. The inner, the middle, and the external. So, uh, so, so that's why there are these three worlds of Bia, of Bria, Tiranasiya. The, high, the highest of the three, Bria, takes in Hashem's light in an inter, in internal way. Then the middle one is the Yatira's in medium way. And then uh, Asiya takes it in in an external way. But still, all these worlds have Hashem's light within them. And no matter where our neshama comes from, every neshama, every soul comes from a different level within these uh, three worlds, or even now some exceptions, even the soul comes directly from Attilus. But wherever our soul comes from within these three worlds, ultimately the energy of that world receives from Hashem, Hashem's light, Hashem himself. 
And therefore, in our Neshama, we have a spark from Hashem Himself. So, uh, so now, so uh, therefore, Chachma Tata, lower level Chachma, which uh, is uh, uh, which is the Malchus as it comes down into, uh, to energize each world according to what it can take in. So it, it depends on our behavior and our mitzvahs that affects the degree of the flow of Shem's light. Uh, like in Zaya, like it says in Zaya, that it's beginayhu to Yisrael for the sake of and because of Yisrael, the Yidim. And uh, and now, so when Hashem's light comes down into lower worlds because of us, so then we're bringing Hashem, so to speak, into Golos, into exile, because Hashem is not in his natural state, so to speak, where it's just pure godliness, but into a world of other. And that is because of us. So we are in this these lower worlds, and we bring Hashem down there as well. Next paragraph, Atatach Lavin. So now, uh, how did how do we even have uh, this idea of malchus and dibur uh, speech, which uh, focuses on creating an other when uh, when Hashem uh, Hashem's light originally it was uh, it was uh, just a server calm and it surrounded all worlds equally and and it was just giving according giving off according to what it is without taking into account the other just purely godliness where how did we get from that to mamali kalmim and malchus which is tailored according to the needs of the oven to, to allow space for independence which is uh, which is seemingly it's, it's the opposite of godliness so how did that come from Seviv where it's just pure godliness to mamali so it so uh in Eitz Chaim, which is uh, also a safer, Reb Chaim Vital wrote uh, from his records uh, recording the Arizal's uh, Kabbalistic Torah. So it says that there are two ways uh, you, that Malchus uh, that Malchus can relate to uh, the highest spheres. One way uh, is uh, through the midas. So you have. Uh, intellect then emotions and then malchus which is uh, the focus on other on giving over to other that's why malchus is called speech so uh so one system which is how it is in the times of the basic migdash is it is it goes through the whole system in an organized way of of uh, uh, uh first intellect which is in the mind then uh the spiritual counterpart of going going to the heart the mind is veins that are connected to the heart and then for the heart is next to the um the lungs which then uh give air to allow us to speak and that air comes out uh, in as speech uh, so so this is the organized process of going through uh chabad midas and then malchus uh, and so that's how it was in the times of the base of Mikdash and uh, uh, in a way of face to face, like we know that the main uh, vitality of a person is also in his face, in the front. Um, that's where a person's uh, can, uh, his, his power of vision and hearing, etc. And his, his mouth, it's all in the front of the face, whereas in the back, so then there's a limited, uh, much more limited uh, degree of uh, vitality. And we see even in, in terms of the sense of touch that it's weaker on the back than the front. 
uh, that uh, on the face you feel it a lot more. So now we can't understand Hashem's midas. They're totally beyond us. Uh, and even uh, Hashem's uh, dibra, Hashem's speech is totally beyond us. It's only just uh, so that we have some way of uh, of relating to it. So therefore we use these uh, metaphors of, of emotions and speech, etc. cetera. Uh, just like uh, with... With uh, in the times where there was revelation of godliness, so then the midas shine their light. They they uh, to malchus it, it goes through the whole system of intellect and emotional attributes, and then malchus, which is Hashem's speech to create other. And therefore, so when this is all, or the whole spiritual system is working in tandem, so uh, so we, we have uh, miracles. Uh, beyond nature and uh this is because uh, uh speech which is what creates worlds is linked in an organized system back to higher in Attilus. and and therefore that extra revelation creates miracles and like uh, this is uh because it uh, comes from the midas the emotional attributes of Attilus, like we see with um in the in the pasuk in Yeshaya, the said just right before the pasuk we quoted before about Avram and uh, Yaakov not uh, not uh, remembering us, but Hashem Hashem is the one who takes care of us. So right before that it says pasuk Yabes that um that he led Moshe's right the arm of his glory. So we've got the um, miracles coming from Moshe's right. Which the right is chesed, and then uh, once the Jewish people sinned with the golden calf, it says earth that they turned their back to me, which the back represents uh, less lo, lo, uh, less vitality, like we explained before, the difference between the face and the back. Uh, so uh, and. Uh, the fact that the that the worlds have division into day and night and the different um, you know, the different directions. So this is the residue from the midas, but it's only the back. But when we turn back to Hashem, we return to Hashem with a deep desire for Hashem, and all we want is to to connect and to cleave to Hashem. Whereas with uh, worldly affairs, we're cold and we, we just turn our back towards it without, without uh, desire. So then we connect the Vav and the hey of Hashem's name. The hey is uh, Malchus, is Hashem's speech, which comes down to enliven worlds. And the Vav is Hashem's midas, uh, the emotional attributes. So when the hey is not uh, stuck in the grime of, the, of, of our world, but it's, we're yearning to go back to Hashem, so then the hey connects back to um to uh, the Midas, and that's like the times of the base of Migdash where there's revelation and it's face to face. <clears throat> and uh, this is uh, the state that it talks about, the deeper meaning of when it talks about in the Megillah, it says, Vanari, Fasteya, Vatevas Mara, that the maiden was of good appearance. Um, so this is when there's closeness and when there's uh, yearning for Hashem, and then that the res- Hashem reciprocates in kind. Next paragraph. In a niska. 
So now, in the times of Golos, in the times of exile, so then Malchus uh, does not receive through the Midas, through the emotional attributes, and, and therefore there's less revelation of godliness when Malchus receives straight from Chachma. And therefore, on one hand, it, there's less revelation, but on the other hand, it's a it's the pure light of Sovev Kalm in Hashem's unlimited light without it having to, without not the light of Mamale, the, the light that uh, energizes each level according to each level, because now Malchus is, is receiving from the beginning of Atsilas, Chachma, which uh, Chachma is where Hashem's. An unlimited light, it's natural light before it has to be limited, that's where it rests. And therefore now Malchus has a taste of, of Sovev, Hashem, Hashem's light as, as it is surrounding where everything, everything is equal. And uh, so, so therefore, uh, so it's like uh, let's say when a when a person there's there's two there's two ways that uh, the process works with people either that the person has an idea then thinks about how it relates to him that creates an emotion towards it either is attracted or or uh, runs away and then he takes action so there the intellect goes through the emotions and then comes to action or, or speech etc uh, so and then there you could have uh, someone speaking words of the intellect without it going, passing through emotions. So, malikamim, um, malikamim is uh, where it, where it goes level by level in an organized way. On the other hand, when malchus receives straight from chachma, that's like the an idea that you say right away without. Uh, thinking about how it affects uh, ourself, myself, uh, just straight from intellect to speech. And that is the, the residue of Sovev, of the light of Hashem that surrounds worlds and is beyond worlds, which is still here in man, uh, uh, together uh, in worlds, a trace of it uh, with the Mamali energy. Okay, so now... In order for the Midas to uh, to sort of be skipped over, Chachma going straight to Malchus. So yes, it takes uh, uh, it, it has to uh, jump through, uh, uh, um, go through uh, windows that allow Chachma to come straight down to Malchus and then into worlds. Over the page, uh, this is the meaning of the pasuk that it, we quoted at the beginning that Avram. Uh, that Avram didn't know us, only Hashem is our father, because Avram represents chesed, and that's the, the kindness and love, which is uh, the midas, the emotional attributes. And here, Avram doesn't know us, meaning that we're skipping the emotions and in, a time, in the times of Golos, in the times of exile, and just having Chachma, um, which is the first and highest sphere, uh, going straight to uh, energize Malchus and give a taste, a trace of Sovet. Uh, down to to the lower worlds, uh, that even if we don't have this uh, the 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 deep set feelings and and really uh, uh, be uh, have godly revelation and cause Hashem, but when we just at least have this uh, uh, faith that atav you know that even though we might be uh, sunken into uh, materialism, but I know that Hashem is really our Father. Um, so that then we connect Hashem Himself that uh, save of, 
the energy beyond worlds, which uh, where everything before uh, everything is equal before it, so dark and light is all the same. <clears throat> and this sort of energy rests upon us. It says that whenever there's a minion, so there's a, a ten yid, and um, so then the shchina rests uh, upon us. And the idea of resting upon means that you don't have it in an internal way. It's not that you really. Uh, elevated to spirit, the spirit, state of spiritual revelation, but still it's hovering above us, it's around us, and that's the idea of Sovev. And uh, unlike Mamale, unlike the light which fuels worlds, the Sovev is unaffected by our sins that uh, that would normally block the Mamale energy, the internal energy from uh, being manifest uh, in, within us. Uh, because at the level of Sovev, the fact that there could be idolaters dancing over the site of the base of Migdash, of the, the, our, our holy uh, temple, that is uh, that itself shows Hashem's strength. Or like, uh, let's say if you have a fly within a palace and it doesn't make a difference. So so, uh, so similarly with Sovev, so even sin doesn't uh, affect it. And uh, really, uh, compared to Sovev, it's not even like a fly, because a fly still exists, whereas this is like nothing at all. So during exile time, we need the Sovev energy because we're not able to tap into Mamale because uh, we've got a a fault in the system, sin. But then with Mashiach, with the the final redemption, so then this Sovev energy will will be manifest within us and and therefore it's even greater revelation than what what could happen through Mamale, which is only limited. So when Mashiach comes, so then uh, Hashem will uh, uh, allow his light to go through uh, uh contractions in order to uh, in order to um, uh, uh, get rid of the like with the um, the, the uh, evil and like the idolaters dancing over the side of the base of Migdash and 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 to be able to just uh, shine uh, straight to us. Now we quoted also in the previous moment the pasuk vanit and I, um, as for me, my prayer. But what it actually says is vanit that I myself am the am the prayer. Tfila means to connect. So it's not that that Hashem is giving something to us uh, because of our request, but we ourselves are connecting to Hashem. Uh, that uh, so it doesn't pass through Midas, but uh, Hashem's light coming straight from Chachma to Malchus. Malchus is uh, the source of us, of uh, all creations. In Kabbalistic terminology, this this uh, this is called Abba Yosef Brata, that the father is the uh, foundation of the daughter. The father is Ch- is Chachma, and the daughter is Malchus. And that's uh, how how Hashem's light comes down to us during times of exile. Whereas in times of revelation, like in times of Besamikdash, then it's face to face, and then it's uh, that that that's uh, like the like the metaphor of a husband and wife, not like father and daughter, uh, because uh, the midas with Malchus is like husband and wife, and that's like Esther said to um, her, the king who was her husband. You know, in, in, in Kabbalah, so the king is, is holy, not like a physical manifestation as Achashverosh. So she says, Nafshi Lossi, that my request is for my soul, for my, for my very life. 
And uh, so if Malchus is, is itself the tefillah, so then Zah, which is the Midas, is called the Baal tefillah, the master of prayer. <coughs> and um, uh, on the other hand, in in uh, in uh, so we, Malchus doesn't uh, doesn't connect through the midas, but instead straight from Chachma because it can only take uh, uh, it can only be energized from a side of energy because it doesn't deserve. It's got the sin and 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 materialism that block it from getting from the midas, and therefore just goes, goes straight from Chachma, which has within it uh, the light of Sovev of beyond worlds. And then is, it, we're not at a state of Baal Tfila, the master of prayer, uh, but at a state of Vani Tfila, that I myself in prayer, I'm just uh, with Malchus connecting straight to Chachma. Next paragraph, Zel. This is the meaning then of the Pasuk, Ki Avram Layadano, that uh, Avram didn't know us, that Avram uh, refers to Avavira, that, but in the time of exile, we're not in a state of Avavira, of love and reverence of Hashem. But through thinking about, and like we said before, having faith in the fact that Atav, you know, that Hashem is our father, from that, even in a time where we're not uh, in the space, so to speak, we can still develop a, a, then a love and reverence of Hashem in a close way, face to face, with a burning desire for, uh, for Hashem. And this is the idea of Nasira. And Kabbalah talks about the Nasira, the cutting apart. You know, Adam and Chava were originally stuck together, but they were facing away from each other. Then they're cut apart. And through that, they can turn around and come back together and face each other. So, so, <coughs> so uh, they're cut apart. In the times of Golas, we're facing away from each other. But through this Nasira, through being cut apart, so then they could... Um, Come back face to face, and this is this is the ultimate of this is with Mashiach. <clears throat> and uh, the, and uh, this is uh, why it says that Yochanan came God or Yochanan, the high priest, he stopped uh, people from saying Ur Hashem. They used to say. Um, wake up, why are you sleeping, Hashem? But really, Hashem is not uh, sleeping. Hashem is, uh, our Father is constantly involved. It's just that it's in a way of sovev uh, rather than mamali. And uh, that, at that state, the uh, the midas, the the emotional attributes which uh, uh, form a mamale, the light which is according to each level, so that is in a state of, of uh, snooze, of sleep. But even when that's the case, the Pasuk says, uh, kamti, that when I fell, I got up. Meaning that even when we're in a state of being fallen, that we can't take in Hashem's mamale light, Hashem's light that fills worlds in a, in a revealed way, but still we get up at that same time because we're actually taking an even higher level, the save of energy. Uh, and uh, th therefore we're therefore we're uh, in the highest state of elevation and this this could be uh, this is a deeper meaning in in the, in the what the pastor continues come not from Lysosif come that uh, she's also fallen she won't continue to get up meaning that she's a, we're already in the state of the ultimate um, uh, elevation and and uh, therefore it, uh, Malchus doesn't have to continue to go up because it's actually at the highest state connect, connecting straight to save it and this was the purpose of the uh, creation. 
um, although at the, to, have, uh, to reveal godliness within the world, although it, 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 there's more revelation, um, uh, it will, the, in the times of the uh, base amygdala, then in the times of exile, but still with Mashiach, we'll have both advantages uh, that on one hand, uh, will re- uh, will receive this save of light from Chachma. On the other hand, it will be in a, it will, it will be in a uh, revealed way. And this is uh, so with, with the midas awake, not asleep. This is the meaning of Ashes Chayal Teres that the, a woman of hell is the crown above her husband. That Malchus it will be revealed when Mashiach comes. How Malchus uh, it uh, connects beyond Zab, beyond the midas, straight from Sober, and together with that, we'll have the midas as well. So we'll be um, uh, the beyond energy and the within energy both together. And and therefore it will it will be again upon him upon him face to face, and on a personal level in the micro when we uh, decide that what's important to us what we want is our, our striving is is just for our shem and that's what we uh, do face to face with with all our uh, with all our, our whole being whereas uh, worldly affairs is is just back to back is without uh, intention without uh, care. So then we're, it's like they, we're cutting off uh, the Ottoman Chava so they don't have to anymore be back to back. And then we can turn around towards Hashem uh, while leaving all worldly uh, pleasures as just back to back without excitement. Next paragraph. Now, Purim and Yom Kippur are both uh, the, the, um, both at this uh, uh, high spiritual level. That both of them are are uh, connecting straight uh, to the Sovev energy, like we, like we explained in, in times of exile, uh, that we connect to Sovev uh, beyond Mali, beyond the internal light uh, that goes level by level. And that's why when Mashiach comes, uh, it says that all the festivals will be uh, bottled, will be nullified. In other words, there'll be the, the uh, Yom Tov has a certain spiritual light, but every day with Mashiach has a great spiritual light. The only days that will remain significant, it's, it says that only Purim remains significant, and it says only Halacha remains because uh, the prophets, the Navim and Suvim, will no longer be uh, special. So this idea of connecting straight to the sober of light is like the idea of a lion. On one hand, the lion is one of the animals in the Merkava, represents a great spiritual energy. On the other hand, the lion within this world is, uh, is an impure animal, is a non-kosher animal. So what's going on? Is it, a, is it represents a high spiritual light or it's uh, not kosher? So it's actually because of that, because it's such a high spiritual light, when it comes down into this world, it can't come down in a way that we can receive it. And therefore it's, it's non-kosher. Um, on the other hand, a kosher animal is one with less light, but the, the light is one that we're, we're able to receive and therefore remains kosher. So similarly, halacha that deals with uh, problematic situations and things which are not kosher and not allowed. So, I, so it's bringing Hashem's light down e- even into this place of, uh, of uh, concealment. And therefore it's like Purim, which, uh, is, in, which is a festival to happen in the times of exile, but can, it takes in from this save of energy, this beyond energy. So now Mardachai, which represents Chachmat, says, the Pasuk says, Mardachai Yatam Milchnei Melech, that Mardachai went out from before the king, meaning that Chachma 
connects to Malchus, uh, goes down into Malchus, which enlivens others. So Torah deals with uh, with uh, the space where there's things outside of Hashem, so to speak, concealment of godliness, um, dealing with physical, materialistic things and problems. And over there, that's where we'll, we'll, it will be manifest the highest light, the savior of the beyond energy. Next paragraph. The next step. So now, in the times of Golos, in the times of exile, we don't have um, so much um, mir- miraculous events and prophecy. And miracles generally are enclosed in nature during the times of exile. Just like in the Purim story, that there, there was no obvious miracle. Everything seemed to just work according to nature. There was a, the queen was Jewish, and never she was able to influence her husband to cancel the decree. Um, on the other hand, when there's a revelation of Mamale, so then there's miracles. And and like it says about Moshe, about uh, when when he he um, moves with his right hand the, the sea, so that that's uh, in, in a state where there's revelation of right, which is uh, uh, Chesed, uh, the first of Hashem's uh, is emotional attributes, and therefore you also had prophecy at that time in the time of revelation and the base of Migdash, uh, because the prophets. Uh, are bringing down from Hashem's midas, Hashem's emotional attributes to Malchus, uh, and in particular from Netzach and Hoid, uh, which uh, Netzach and Hoid represents uh, the uh, uh, lower um, uh, bodies. Uh, they, they represent where we're bringing the, the emotions towards something practical, uh, or like in in the uh, metaphor of a husband and wife, where where it's uh, uh, where it's uh, uh, the getting close to actually a hashbar actually giving over, and uh, so they're not they're not like chesed and vor, which is just a feeling, the feeling of uh, love and uh, love and bonding, but they're when it's actually uh, now coming towards hashbar. And uh, so that, that's the idea of prophecy when it, the emotions as they come out towards us. And uh, on the other hand, when we, we don't have this revelation of Hashem's Midas, so then Malchus could only receive straight from Chochmah. And that is like Halacha, which is Hashem's wisdom as it, as it comes down into uh, nature and into worlds. Next paragraph. So now uh, we need to understand why did Esther, uh, she uh, did everything she did, was uh, she did it herself, she did not Mardachai and she made two parties. So what was her, what was she thinking? What was her intention with these parties? So the, the Esther represents Malchus as it comes down into worlds, and therefore uh, it was specifically her who decided on the, she who decided on the plan, not Mardukai, because Mardukai represents Chachma beyond, uh, which is beyond uh, the worlds of Biyah. Uh, and uh, uh, therefore Mardukai took her Lubas as a daughter, that's the idea of in the times of Golos, Chachma uh, gives give, give straight to, it gives its light straight to uh, Malchus, 
like it says in that uh, her husband trusted her, which is that Mordechai trusts Esther, which is Malchus, to decide on a policy within worlds. And what was her plan? Her plan is to make a, a feast and invite Haman because Haman represents clipper forces of unholiness that cover over godliness and uh, that they clipper can only exist when it's far from godliness when there's no godly revelation but when there's godly revelation and closeness so then the clipper just dissipates it withers to nothing so therefore esther uh was makar of haman she she uh, brought him close to the side of holiness and that itself made him uh, disintegrate uh and uh therefore she invited him to a feast and it says that when you have a, the king and the queen, if anyone else uh, steps in between, between the lion and the lioness, so then uh, woe to them, says in Zayar. So the first meal didn't totally accomplish this. Haman still felt like a yes. He still felt like he's an independent something for himself. So therefore he had to be invited to a second meal. And by the end of the second meal, it already says, Pnei Haman Chofu, they covered Haman's face that he was totally bottled. And uh, that's why Esther said, that the king and Haman should come today because even when we're in Golos, the, the Hashem is still with us. The king is still with us. And uh, Esther um, is the, uh, the Akeris Abayis of holiness, the, one, the mainstay of the, the house, the one who runs the house. And and we daven in the bracha of Lama Shinim that Lama Shinim alti sikfa that uh, the impurity forces of uh, unholiness should not have hope. What is literally the slanderers? But uh, in, what let's look at the word sikfa. They shouldn't have sikfa. Sikfa is made up of two words, tik to vat vav the last two letters of Hashem's name. So uh, there shouldn't be a cover over the last two letters of Hashem's name, uh, Vav Hey, to separate them from the first two letters, Yud uh, And but through Esther uh, bringing Haman uh, close and 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 focusing on him, so then he just withered away. And then there's no cover of Hashem's name as the hay comes down into uh, to enliven worlds because the hay represents the final hay represents Malchus. And therefore, Haman was then hanged. And uh, Haman had previously had made a, a gairo or a raffle to decide when to kill the Jews. So, uh, so this idea of a raffle, it's like a, a clipper, the side of the, which covers over godliness. It's, it always tries to copy godliness, but it's, it's just like a monkey copying a person. It's, it's a monkey, though. It's not a real person. So similarly, in the base of Migdash, there was the real girl, the real raffle, which was on Yom Kippur. Uh, and the idea of a raffle is that you don't know what will be picked out. Will it be this or this? But you decide that whatever is picked out, that's the right one. Uh, so, so that represents a level where there's no, where one could be uh, good as far as Shem, the other good as far as Zazel, but they could, this one, it could swap around. In other words, that this one is the good one, this is the bad one, or vice versa. It doesn't make a difference. It, it's at such a high level with the savor of this surrounding light where uh, uh, darkness and light is all the same. 
And therefore, it says that the, it says about the girl that it was Lufnei Havaya was made before Hashem, in the, which means in the base of Mikdash, because it's a, the idea of a girl is a very high spiritual level, a save of energy, Hashem surrounding light. So Haman wanted to do that as well. And this was with his chutzpah, with his audacity to also try to reach this uh, uh, high spiritual power to copy the side of holiness. And therefore there was a girl, lifnei Haman, before Haman. And that's the idea of him making the gallows of 50 amas. The idea of 50 also represents sever. It's the uh, beyond, so it's because 49 is 7 times 7 is the full, the completion of nature. And then fifth, the 50th rang is like beyond. And he wanted to, to get to the level of, of uh, 50 of beyond in a, on, on the side of unholiness. And that corresponds to uh, the, uh, whereas uh, Mardachai uh, was uh, aiming to reach 50 on the side of holiness. And so Mar- uh, Haman wanted to hang Mardachai on his gallows and take all Mardachai's spiritual energy to the house of Haman. But instead, what happened is the exact opposite, that, that, uh, that Haman's house was given to Mardachai. Uh, that uh, that uh, on the that the clipper was uh, uh, was swallowed and enveloped within kedusha to have no separate to be totally nullified and have no separate existence. Okay, so in short, uh, we've got on one hand in the time of the basic English where there's revelation and uh, of Hashem in a sort of organized way. On the other hand, in the times of gods, we can't reach that. And therefore, because we can't reach that, the only other option is sober, which is even higher. That Hashem's light, as it is beyond worlds, where even when we're in a bad state, darkness and light is all the same. When Mashiach comes, we'll have the both advantages. On one hand, it will be panim upanim, face to face, like in the times of the base of Migdosh. Uh, revealed light. On the other hand, it will be this high soul of light. And uh, that, and this is something special about Purim and Yom Kippur, that both of them are uh, re- re- uh, relate to this uh, beyond light, this soul of light. That's why there's raffles about both of them. And uh, Esther, through inviting Haman, she nullified his clipper and he was turned over and, and enveloped just within holiness of no separate existence.